you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. I look at people when they go up to a, a busser or somebody and they, I can tell that they're asking where the bathroom is. If they point to the bathroom, they're fired. If they don't say, may I show you the way and walk them to the bathroom, which I, I, I talk about nonstop. It's those little things that separate us from everybody else out there. In your restaurants and in the clubs. Everywhere. In the in restroom. In my house. In the restroom. Do you have one ply or two ply? So... Not only do we have two play, we have a full car wash situation. Chet, Chet, we have a guy that's taking the lint off of you, yeah. and the mints, the whole, it's a full car wash when you go through there. You it's leave, ply, you leave detailed really and waxed. What's a ply? One ply is a difference between you wiping your ass and, you and having shit on your finger, finger. and two ply. <laughs> You're right, you get the shit on your finger and those people just end up wiping it on the wall in the bathroom, right? We don't want the shit on the wall in the bathroom, so by the two ply, we avoid all the on the wall. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we write to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Despite the skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheel straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. I am athlete parlay. We've been hot, 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 hot. These are guaranteed wins. I'm gonna take Arizona over San Fran. Whoa. It's all about matchups, understanding who's playing against who. It's a game of chess. Basketball season, I'm balling. But look, it ain't my car, I can't afford it. But guess what I can afford? To download DraftKings Sportsbook app. Get in the game, it's NBA playoff season. It's not often you get 30 to 1 odds on any NBA team to win the next playoff game. Download DraftKings Sportsbook, the app. Use promo code ATHLETE, get in the game. Same game parlays. Make your bag bigger by doing, you know, a couple of different legs. You got this parlay, that parlay in the same game. Make your bag bigger. Come on. New customers. You bet $5, you get 150 in new bets. DraftKings.com is the sportsbook. I Am Athlete is the platform. Parlay. I am athlete all day. Promo code athlete. Let's get it. Maybe mom and dad were right when they told me this wouldn't be nothing. Oh, is it confidence or confusion? Either way, I feel like I ain't never losing. Your opinion or my, you know just what I'm choosing. I gotta do this. Cause I can't fall asleep at night without seeing my dreams Delusion Welcome back to I Am Athlete. I don't know what episode we're at or where we're at right now. It's episode 25, 26, but I'm sitting here with Deej, DJ Williams, one of my all-time favorite teammates. Funniest dudes I know, one of the smartest dudes I know. And then we're sitting down also with my partner and one of the legends in the game of McDonald's, porn, and uh, business, Ocho Cinco. I don't even know when to call you Ocho. I don't even know when to call you Chad. Is there? It's based on how you're feeling or the time of day. Okay. All right, cool. So this episode, whatever number, wherever we're at, um, is, a, is probably going to be one of our, our, our better shows. Easily, easily, just based on, based on the individual that's here. Right. I mean, that's a lot of pressure, guys. You're not supposed to talk yet. Shh. Our next guest 
He goes by the name sometimes, I don't know if he calls himself this, but I know people in the, in the world calls him this, the King of Miami. Oh, boy. He could be that. He can be he that? He could be that. Matter of fact, he could run for governor and beat out DeSantis. <laughs> well, that's his boy. It is. Yeah, the mayor of Sometimes, sometimes in life, just don't work out when it's time to go against each other. Okay. So this next individual, legendary, David Grutman. Yeah! Thank you, thank you. If, if you're at home, if you're watching your car, it's okay to clap. Stand up. King of Miami. Easily. Easily? Easily. Explain that. Like, where did that name come from? Um, you know, I, I think, obviously, there's a, a ton of people who know who you are. But then when we think about, you know, 320 million Americans, I don't think everybody knows who you no. are. So you got to explain this King of Miami yeah. thing. So I would never refer to myself as the king of Miami, obviously. But do you uh, like it? Nah, because it's a lot of it's it's a lot of pressure. It's, it's fitting. It's not really it pressure. It's like, oh, you're the mayor of Miami Beach, and then this, and then and then it kind of they started doing that. But for me, it's it's for for those of you that don't know who I am out there, my name's David Grutman. Uh, I have a company called Groot Hospitality. It's a collective of high-end restaurants, hotel, nightclubs, and hospitality spaces. So. If you come to Miami, hopefully you'll, you'll come to one of my spots. Uh, and I think what made my name more than anything was probably Live at the Fountain Blue. It's been 14 years I've had that nightclub now. And Story, Komodo, Poppy Steak, Swan, SFC, Ooh. the newest one, the Key Club, uh, the Good Time Hotel with Pharrell and Strawberry Moon there. And I think I have like 28 openings in the next two years, so we're going to be busy. And he wants to know why he's called the King of Miami. <laughs> right. 28 different places, yeah. Oh, my God. Thank God Brandon was just graced me with my opening uh, last week, which was great. Thank you for coming. No, thanks for it. Key Club. You didn't get the invite? In the Coconut no. Grove. I don't know if you know where Coconut Grove is, Chad. Yeah. I, yeah. I, off 95, going south, right? Yeah. So, so why wouldn't you invite Ocho? That's kind of weird, Or DJ. Man. I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Chad. David Beckham was there. Oh, that's my guy. Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Lenny? By the way, but Lenny Kravitz everything up because no one wants to take a picture with Lenny. It's like taking a picture with the coolest guy in the world. No one wants to do that. Like, between me and you, Bex was a little nervous about it. He's like, I have, really? a I have a sweater on and a polo and there's Lenny looking. He's the definition of cool. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. I, I challenge that. <laughs> I challenge that. I, I mean, Lenny or Beckham? No, David was a little nervous being next to Lenny. No, I know, but I'm saying as far as like... Right, David's I'll, a beautiful man, right? That's, a, that's, that's hard, right? <laughs> you got to imagine what Lenny going to wear, though. Yeah. Lenny was... Lenny. He could come with leather. 1,000 bracelets. That's what chain, I'm saying. Leather. Yeah. Boots. Looking cool. I mean, he's just cool. Leather jeans in Miami, your confidence got to be through the roof. I mean, it's Lenny. Yeah, it's Lenny. It's Lenny. Then it's, then it's Beckham. Legendary. So can we get back to where this, uh, the origin of King of... Of Miami. It's not my thing. You're saying when, it. it's when you, not my. I don't put that out there. I mean, but ever. King of Miami, look at the credentials. So it all makes sense. There's a reason we're calling you that. Club Live. Club. club 14 live. years. 14. I've years. yet to be in Club Live, and I've been here all my life. By the way, the fact that you call it Club Live is crazy. It's just live. live. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's live. Okay. It's like live. What's the difference? Because you kind of Facebook some... and the Facebook. <laughs> Remember, you saw the oh, movie. Oh, that's a good one. Brandon, live. I, I have you a know, question. Why have you not been to live? For one, I'm not a clubber, I'm not a partier. Right. Two, I love hearing the stories from all my friends that are famous right. athletes. I love hearing the stories. Uh, I'm cheap. Dave, you know me, I'm, ex I'm extremely cheap. <laughs> so understanding the prices yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to get in, for one, I'm not sure I would have to wait in line or not, but the table, yeah. the sections, um, I don't drink. So that, that obviously kind of puts me out of the range of, of Wanting to go, I would love to experience the nightlife and what it's like because the stories are phenomenal. So you should just come and spend the night with me. We'll do some food, and then we'll go to live DJ booth. We'll do the whole thing. You don't have to drink, obviously. Yeah, There's so no. many people that don't drink. And, uh, you know, with those table sections, you're really just buying the real estate. You're not really, it's not really about the alcohol. It's okay. about the real estate. Okay, okay, and you okay. got to kind of think of it like right. that. Right. But I would love to have the experience of what it's like just stand on the couch, and I've seen the videos with the stuff falling from the ceiling. Yeah, the confetti. And, you um, gotta catch it in your glass. The bottles, the bottles coming out with the, the sparklers. And then the rats behind them, the, the, the R bottle rats coming yeah. behind them. It's a whole thing. See, this is the whole thing. Yeah. I, need to, I need to experience that. It doesn't have to be alcohol. 
Like maybe bottles of huge bottles of Magnum waters. Yeah, whatever. By the way, it's all just part of utility to right. create the experience. That's it. The experience of poppy steak. Oh man. Brandon, he left you to die. Let's not talk. Can we not? He, he, yeah, we gotta steak? talk. Guys, we're just gonna get this out of the way now. Phenomenal. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna paint my picture a little bit, then he's gonna paint his picture. But I was at a dinner, Saturday night, poppy steak. We're on an hour and a half wait. All of a sudden, one of the biggest guys I've ever seen before in my life comes up behind me and goes, You guys, you guys, uh, your GM really messed up here, blah, blah, blah. Starts screaming at me. Screaming at me. And I have a table full of founders and people that I'm trying to do deals with. Mm. Big money. And he's screaming at me. And, for, and this beef case is about to come out. <laughs> the beef case is this $1,000 steak that we bring this beef, ca this beef case to. And we brand it in front of you. It's a whole stick. Of course, it was going to wow all these people. And right before it's ready to come, I have Brandon screaming at me. Right? <laughs> screaming at me. So, of course, I get up and go over and talk to him. He's telling me the whole story. We're incomplete. Your manager's rude to me. They're treating me different. I go, and he goes, he goes, they treat, you guys treat people different here. I go, whoa. <laughs> Let's go outside. Because I look around my dining room, and it's a very mixed bag yeah. of, of everybody. And my thing was, we don't sit in complete parties. Mm. But what his point is, if Tom Brady walked in, would I sit Tom Brady incomplete? And he's probably right. So that kind of resonated with me. You know what, all this could have been resolved really simple. If you would have been on time. That, that too, but I'm, <laughs> I'm late because of the woman, a woman for one. And also you have a company policy, right? Which is what? At Poppy Steak. Which is what? We can sit you down unless no. everyone is there. Correct. It's not a policy. House of Athlete has a policy. Oh, you have policies, right? I have policies. You do, right? Yes. And people coming here, whether you're a member or not, if you can't If you're 15 minutes here. late to your workout, you can't take the workout because it disrupts the class. Well, what's the difference to his policy and the one that you have? That we stick oh, to our policy. Oh, I didn't know that policy. That we stick wow, to our policy, was... he doesn't. Because if, like, going to Tom Brady, so if Tom on. Brady if, if showed Tom up, comes if in, Tom and, and Giselle... No, 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 I ain't believing that. Tom showed up 15 minutes late. Oh, Tom got to wait. Michael Jordan showed up 15 minutes late. You got to wait. Oh, he said, uh, he said uh, I just want to show I did it to Shaq. Oh, I did it to Tom Shaq. comes in here, he can do the that. class right 15 minutes no, late. No, we got policies. Right, Brandon, come on. Shaq, Shaq did it. Shaq listen. came in. Shaq came in. Shaq's a member. Shaq came in, and Shaq wanted to do his own thing. I had to come down like, yo, bro, you Shaq ain't going to do things that way. But, but Tom Brady comes in here. You're saying no to Tom. I just want to make sure we're on the same page, Tom. so I'm going to test it. No. He, you know what I'm going to do to Tom? Because <laughs> you know it. Uh, Let me tell you what I'm going to do to Tom. And then I'm going to get back to my story. Let me tell you what I'm going to do to Tom. Tom, it's just like football. You, the Patriot way. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tom, you get it. Right? I can't do that. If I let you do this, then everybody's going to do it. So good story. Prima donna. And almost true. Now it went from 75% to 60, 65. Now it's at like 55% true. Okay. Okay, here we so go. So here's what happened. It was your birthday, right? Oh, shit, it was. It was your birthday. Okay, yeah, all right. So we had this whole group. We show up on time. <laughs> so he's actually the catalyst to all of this and the problem. And you're an hour, maybe even an hour and a half late, bro. Jeez. So you got me and Channing Crowder sitting there with our ladies. You got, you know, Asia, his, his wife. You got Mishi sitting here. We got two other couples and we're waiting on Sherelle and Ocho. And so I go up there and I'm like, hey guy, you know, like uh, we have this reservation, 9 p.m. And they're like, is everyone here, right? And he's like, no, we don't see incomplete people. I'm like, come on, man, like it's six out of the eight, it's us, you know, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't know who I am, right? So Channing, Channing goes up there and Channing comes back like, man, f this. <laughs> he's like, f this. He said, this dude just told me, he said, I was like, man, sit us down. He's like, man, who are you? Do you know our guest list? Oh, mm. yeah. And that's when I felt something. Right. Ah. So I came up to him, and he gave me this little Grutman look. Okay. <laughs> Grutman. And then when he gave me the Grutman look, then I gave him the B look. Like, hold on, I'm trying to talk to you proper. And then he stood up. <laughs> I was already I'm looking down on him. Like, you sit your ass down. <laughs> and then he was like, outside. I was like, I ain't trying to eat here anyway. <laughs> right? <laughs> pop me. Who the hell pop me? So we go outside. Grutman come out, bruh. He got six, seven big dudes. <laughs> One right there, they standing there. It's just me outside. I look, I'm like, what the hell y'all going to do? <laughs> and then Grutman, he just, you know, we got into this little exchange and he was like a boss. He was just like, look, you know, you my guest. Boom, boom, boom. And, and I did not say anything rude. 
Because I was looking at this situation. I was trying to analyze, like, am I going to slap this no, dude in the run? What's going to happen? It was your tonality. It no, was just... Is, when he says you treat people differently, and that's a hypersensitive situation yeah. at all that, times, that, that triggered, At all that times. Of course, right. man. So he goes on his merry way. I go on my way to live. I let it go. I call Brandon the next day. I'm like, do we really need to have this kind of relationship? There we go. And then we, of course, from there on, our friendship grew, but... My my side of the story is, is done. No, no, no. You actually drove up. Yep. Busy man. You drove up the house of athlete and we had a sit down. And we've been best friends ever since. I like that. That's how that's how thing people this is the prime example of how people should handle business. Sometimes there's conflict. Yep. There's conflict and being able to come together and hash that shit out. Now you guys hug. <laughs> Let's go. Let's hug. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Don't let go. Don't, don't let go. Okay. Okay. Let's go. We need more of that. Okay. So here's, here's the uncomfortable thing. Man. You think I want to call Brandon Marshall the next day and be like, listen, man, let's not have this kind of relationship. That's an uncomfortable thing. And it was great for me because being in that uncomfortable zone sometimes is where the greatness happens. Mm -hmm. And it was great to do. But I hated doing it. Right. And I hated the whole situation. So let, from let, something let me, negative, let me, something great Let me great talk about happen. the... Uh, the where you said that you treat people differently, right? I'll, I'll address this for sure. you. When you opened Live, it was literally the first place that Live on Sunday party, it was literally the first, I'll call it urban party where we could come as we were, right? You had the, you had the mansions, you had- The bids. You had all those other places, but you had to dress a certain way, you had to look a certain way, your hair had to be done, your hair had to be, all these type of different things. Live was the first place on Sunday that catered to an urban majority black crowd where you could come and be your true authentic self. It right. wasn't a situation where you got turned away at the door because you got on Jordans or you had on too much jewelry. And you know, before we get lost, and I just want to thank you for that. Thank you. My accountant don't want to thank you for that, right? If you saw the, the, the financial uh, episode. <laughs> a lot of my stuff went to live, but I had a great time. I had an amazing time. You missing out. So here's the other thing about this party. I didn't do it five years or 10 years after my club was open. It was about the clothes and, oh, let's go do a hip hop night. I did it from the beginning. And that's what kind of changed the whole tone of it. There's a lot of hip hop parties out there, but they're always done in some nightclub that's about to close up. And, and it don't last. And I'm putting this big shiny box at the Fountain Blue with Michael Gardner and Lewis Oliver, as you guys know, and at the time, People were like, what are you doing? And it turned out to be the most profitable night we have. And when I do pop-ups, I do it as live on Sunday pop-ups. Right. And I love going to these clubs around the country, these marquee places, and they go, you're not gonna book any talent? And I go, it's live on Sunday, the talent's coming, don't worry about that. <laughs> and they look at me like I'm crazy. And I go, don't you worry about the talent, I promise you they're coming. You don't need to book some big performer just to, for live on Sunday pop-ups. That, that's so, true, Every, everything that it used to be on Miami and South Beach. It'll pop for a good one, two months, and then the name of the venue changed. Then you go back. Now you can't come in. Right. Uh, the Urban Night has been changed. It's been moved here. So live has been like the the the, the longest sustainable. It's a unicorn. Well, what is it's, what is what is the key to your success? Because I'm sure there are so a lot a couple of things. I mean, listen, we we build a great mousetrap. We do great content. We stay ahead of the game with technology and and keeping the place fresh and and like new. And I think. Uh, being in the Fountain Blue and being this iconic hotel helps as well. And it's just this kind of, they come every 10 years, man. These kind of clubs will pop up every 10, 15 years. Uh, and Live Knockin' Wood's just been that. And it, we've been constantly pumping it with great content, great events, and we use it as a marketing platform and not just a night. So it's a, the run is epic. It's a unicorn. Um, you know, you spoke at Harvard. Yep. You teach at FIU. Yep, I teach the David Grutman experience. Right, and um, sure. I mean, there's books being written on you and live and and everything you're doing in this space. I'm saying all to say this is like when you know live. Okay, live is what started this. It like to, got it to this point. Everything that you're doing, you parlay live into this, right? Um, most clubs only last a couple of months. Yeah, a year. Yeah. You've been doing this for what, 14 years? Yeah, 14 years left. 14 years, so is there an end? Do you see an end? Do you feel like it's so like- I just renewed it for another 10 years. And they said to me, you're gonna be 65 years old or 55 years old doing this. I go, let me make that decision. Cause 
listen, I think Liv is one of these iconic things and I want to go along for the ride. And yeah, you know, Komodo is my first restaurant. And if I didn't make that transition from just being a nightclub guy and doing restaurants, then I probably wouldn't it be here today. It doesn't scare you? Because, it, I mean, you're, it, it has to come to an end sometime. So, as I'm sure you guys have all dealt with, you, you, you thought it was never going to come to an end, right? And when you guys as athletes had to deal with retiring and stuff like that, I haven't had to deal with that quite yet because, and I feel like I'm an athlete. I don't know how long this run's going to be, but I want to try to capitalize on it as much as possible while it's happening. Right. Uh, as long as I'm resonating with the people out there and people are coming to my stuff, then I want to be opening new stuff and, and blowing them away. But I don't know it's going to last forever, right? I think it will. Who knows? So uh, one more thing on this live topic. I was watching you on other shows and um, you talked about Lil Wayne. We had Lil Wayne sure. on a couple weeks ago. One of the things that you talked about in this show uh, when you talked about Liv was Wayne was the one that changed a lot. Like he started showing up. So when we started the Sunday party, it was okay. It was, it was called Imagine Sundays. It was okay. And then Wayne started coming every Sunday and he'd get up on the DJ booth and start performing every Sunday, every Sunday, every, and would get busier and busier and busier. And then Wayne took a vacation. He went away for a while, right? He got he, locked up. He got locked up. And he wrote the song Diamonds on Monday, or Live on Sunday, Diamonds on Monday. And we changed the name to Live on Sunday right away. And he got, it just took us from one level to a whole nother level. Because as you said, Lil Wayne could be arguably one of the greatest rappers right. of all time. For him to sing about a place like this and treat it like it's his home, that's like the ultimate goal for a hospitality guy like myself, to have people think of it as their home. So I heard you tell this story before. And the reason why you know I wanted to really highlight Wayne is because it's like, I really like, what was he thinking? Because he was just showing up doing this. You didn't ask him to do it. You weren't paying him to do it. He yeah. just did it. Like, what was he trying to accomplish? Was, was he trying to, was he testing out songs and his music or new albums? What was... It's funny. People have used Live on Sunday to break songs, albums, all that stuff. And we, when, I, when I say we use it as a marketing platform, it's a marketing platform, man. Now, this is when, now hip-hop is being played every night of the week, every club in the world, the biggest guys all the time. So, and they still think of it as their home. Mary J. Blige was there last Sunday performing. Right. Crazy. Mary J. Blige, what are you doing here? Right. When I have people come <laughs> in town, I have boys come in town, and it's like, what are we doing this weekend, right? It's, let, let's say it is Sunday, and everybody go through their list of the options, right? So you'll, they'll name a place, and then they'll say, hey, this, it's this type of environment. It got this music, some badass Latin chicks there. Uh, oh, this place, you got to dress up, you got to do this, you got to do this. When it comes to live, you know what we... What's up, y'all? The Home Depot Retool Your School program is back on the yard and back at it again, bringing up to $150,000 in campus improvement grants to help upgrade and uplift your favorite HBCU campuses. Not only is Retool Your School partnering with HBCUs, but it's also inviting you to join by voting online. Only at retoolyourschool.com slash vote. You can vote as many times as you want, as often as you want, whenever you want, now through March 24th. If you want to support change across HBCU campuses, all you have to do is vote. So keep doing, keep building, and keep supporting HBCUs at retoolyourschool.com slash vote. Retool Your School, powered by purpose. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. This is Brandon Marshall from I Am Athlete here to talk about my favorite go-to Britty meal that I can't always enjoy because the carb fear is real. 
But carb-heavy foods are often the ones we love most. But Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences and compromises. Zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and high in fiber, delicious and flavorful. The soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a refreshing, maybe, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Savory breakfast burrito or mouth-watering cheeseburger. Something for every craving, including sliced bread, loaves, buns, and tortillas. Monthly small drops of indulgence. Favorites like the two-gram net carb Hero Croissant or the one gram net carp hero cheddar biscuit. Don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code athlete at checkout. That's athlete at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hurry and get 10% off your order when you use athlete at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Say, we say live is live. Live is live. So I don't, I don't, I don't have to sell you on right. live. Like, you know, I'll tell you what this venue is like, what type of crowd, what type of people live is live. And when we say that, we sit back and we say, there's never been a time where I didn't enjoy, have a great time at live. If I go to live, I know exactly what I'm going to get. I know the type of environment, I know the type of fun, I'm gonna have a great time. You don't that. have to sell me on live. On a lot of other places, you gotta say, who's gonna be there, what type of environment, sure. what women, what's the right. music, look, live is live. Live is live. Live is live. The experience, if I wanted to, like, what are the numbers it's going to take for me to get the experience that everybody's always talking about? Ocho, it's, get them the table underneath the, the overhang and the deep corner that's kind of... <laughs> you don't want to go center stage? Who? Center stage. I, and so on Live on Sunday, it's so funny because it's just like real estate. So on Saturdays and Friday nights, everybody wants to be in front of the DJ booth. little pit. But on Sunday, they want to be on the stage. Is that expensive? It's like waterfront, oceanfront property. Throw me a number. I just throw any number out there. So anywhere from twenty-five to a hundred thousand, you can pay up on the stage easily. You got it. A hundred grand to be on stage? Yeah. Well, yeah. Come on, Ocho. Like after, people, people after, really, people really paying that? Thank yeah, God. Bro. Knock on wood. Huh? Super Bowl Sunday. Wow, Super Bowl Sunday. After the NBA number. Finals. Super Bowl is crazy. Yeah, you going? Yes. You can do it, bro. You getting it? But see, what he was about to say before, what you were about to say. When you say, Ocho, come on, what you're about to say is come with me. Correct. Come with me. That's, where, that's what I mean by the policy. Because that's what one I mean. table is not Because you're Ocho, you get special privileges. So why on your birthday we couldn't get the special privileges? What is it different? You were an hour and a half late, though. Right. He was. I won't be, I'm not going to be late. Like, that's why I went to Tom And Chad, Brady. I want to thank you so much for your support of Poppy Steak that night, all the social you did, saying it was yeah. the best experience you ever in yeah, your life. I was, was like, thank God. You know why? <laughs> because I don't. I don't. I don't frequent those type of restaurants, so I'm not sure. It might have been Brandon's idea. It might have been the Mrs. idea. I don't eat it. It was Sherelle's like idea. Food. I don't eat it places like food. that. I'm a McDonald's, Soul Food. So that was my first time being there. And that, dude, the presentation, when the, when the steak came out and the music playing, the lights dim real low, and it got the... Right, right. Ooh, that shit was, ooh. That's, bro, just imagine that. That's live. <laughs> but just, that's what it. What do we got here? experience. You don't want to go out? No. I just, right, I so like, I'm gonna experience what we that. got here, Chef. How we doing? How we this doing? Your oppor- this is this is grunt. I, don't I, take I, don't take our chef. Cook for all our athletes. <laughs> How's it going? So pretty much tonight we have jack fried rice with bronze stew chicken. It's a favorite of mine. Something I like to go to on a regular basis, and it's a, definitely a comfort food of mine. Okay, bro, this is grunt right here. He opened up 28 <laughs> restaurants in the next two years. He might be caught. Just take me with you. If he come and give you the bigger bag. Take me with you, but this is your opportunity. You. <laughs> Tell them where you come so, from, your, your background. So pretty much my background is I'm from Bermuda. More um, so was born, born in the States, raised in Bermuda, went to school in England, and now I live That's in uh, Miami. That's accent. Yeah, we so, get confused sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much Bermuda cuisine is a mix of, honestly, American, Caribbean, Asian. I have a lot of Philippine, Filipinos there. Um, it's just a big melting pot. Really? There's only 60,000 people, so... It's like the best of the best in one place, and then it's just, it's amazing. And the room is beautiful, too. Quick question, how old was you when you opened your first restaurant? So, I was 40, 42. 42? So what was you doing beforehand? Nightclubs, all that, nightclubs. So what drove you towards the restaurant, right? Because it so is So I would always hectic. take big groups to, for, I started off in the restaurant business mm-hmm. as a bartender, and passionate about hospitality, passionate about food, and I would always take groups before the club Mm-hmm. to a restaurant, whatever, and always find the off-the-menu items and all that kind of stuff. And I love wowing people with that kind of experience, going to Nobu, ordering everything. I still love doing that. 
And I figured, I'm getting older. I can't just be a nightclub guy anymore. I really have to be a hospitality guy. Really and they all out. kind of, and I saw that there was an ecosystem. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to the restaurant beforehand, before my club, why not open a restaurant that's going to feed the nightclub? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. <laughs> Definitely. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, chef. That's awesome. But when I when I opened Komodo, they didn't see me as a restaurateur. Nobody really showed up. And I'm like, wait. Yeah, you got a lot of haters, bro. I'm the coolest. I'm a club guy. I'm a super cool club guy. Why would I not? Why would I not? Yeah. Why would it? Why would you not come to my restaurant? So people didn't really see me as a restaurateur, to be honest with you. And I was going to a new area at the time called Brickle that no one was really going to. So I just pumped. I got the food great. First year we only did 12 million. Now we do over 40 million. So it's okay. You you, you got to stay in there. Do you do you feel accepted in the in the restaurant business yet? It's funny you say that. I thought, okay, are people just going to see me as this club guy? And they're going to think I, you know, when people come up to me at Komodo, they go, "We never thought you were going to have such great food." And it bothers me every time. I'm like, why would you think that I would not have great food if I gave you a great environment? Because usually places with great environment have terrible food. And that was for me, the entertainment part and the, and the press and the buzz and all that, I know that goes away. I know if you focus on the food and the food PR, you'll have longevity for a long time. So that was always been my focus to, great, to have great food. You know, we do 1,400, 1,500 people on a Saturday night and we put out that kind of food. It's something you've never seen. Um, we have tried celebrity chefs before and they're used to doing 50 or 100 people or 200 people. Great. When you get to 800, 1,000, 1,500 people, that's a whole nother kind of show. And a lot of these guys, they can't keep up with that kind of stuff. You took, took me to your sushi restaurant. Yes. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, you got like three different spots at this one Firestone, whatever, right. you turn, flipped it inside out. And uh, nobody was there. They were actually getting ready for the open. Right. And I saw when you walked in, you saw everything. You, you literally said, you know, because I always look at when I pull up into the facility, I look at like, you know, all the senses. What is the experience of the athlete? You know what I mean? What are they seeing? What are they smelling? What are they hearing? So to see you in that sense, I was like, yo, this is next level. That's why I find you interesting because to do what you have done at this level, it takes some, you're an animal. It's, it's about being well, an animal, it's about details. Let me tell you what I experienced. Literally, when we walked in, he said, that TV needs to t- t- change the channel to this. He, the, the volume was off. He said, take the volume two more notches up. The water, you said, why are you serving me the water? Why is it stopped here? We went in the kitchen. Bro, it was next level. <laughs> and, and so, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's next for you? Because, like, I, I think, you know, I hear you talk and, you know, you, you teach a, a lot. But, like, where did all that come from? And then what are you going to do with all of that? So, listen, you have to train yourself to be detail-oriented. I'm trying to be detail-oriented beyond. And, then, and like, if I see a light bulb out in my place, I lose my mind. Um, if I look on social media and I see that there's a table posting that has appetizers and main course, I know that server didn't give them the experience that I wanted them to have. So I look at stuff, I look at, I'm a sick person, I look at this stuff nonstop because I know if someone's just trying to take a shortcut and, not, and ruin my guest's experience for somebody, just by a social media post, if I see sushi rolls and, and main course or burrata at Swan with me, like I could tell. And I'll call the manager right away and I'll be like, I want to know what's going on with this table. I want to see the check. And I think by me having an obsession with the details, it makes my team have an obsession with details. Everything that you do as a leader is contagious with everybody else in your team. If you talk to people badly, they're going to talk to people badly. If you care about the cleanliness, you care about the details, you want to make sure the guest experience is perfect, they're going to care about it. If they see you picking up trash, they're going to pick up trash. How do you, how do you keep that going as you scale? I... It's your, so you have to help that you have to hope that you put that DNA into your team and that they lead by example as well. I look at people when they go up to a, a busser or somebody and they, I could tell that they're asking where the bathroom is. If they point to the bathroom, they're fired. See, if they don't say, may I show you the way and walk them to the bathroom, which I, I, I talk about nonstop. It's those little things that separate us from everybody else out there. If I see them just point to the bathrooms over there. That's not, that's not hospitality. In your restaurants and in the clubs? Everywhere. In the in restroom? In my house. In the restroom. Do you have one ply or two ply? So not only do we have two ply, we have a full car wash situation. <laughs> chat, chat. We have a guy that's taking the lint off of you, yeah. the mints, the whole, it's a full car wash when you go through there. 
You it's leave, one ply you leave detailed and what? waxed. What's a ply? One ply is the difference between you wiping your ass and, you. and having shit on your finger, finger. and two ply <laughs> is... You know why we don't sweat. do the one? Because you're right, you get the shit on your finger and those people just end up wiping it on the wall in the bathroom, right? We don't want the shit on the wall in the bathroom, so by the two ply, we avoid all the yeah. shit on the wall. My grandma always said, you can tell how much a business or establishment cares about their customers by the type of toilet tissue they put in the bathroom. How many times does it happen to you at a hotel? Like a crazy hotel? Oh. Brand. And you see one ply, just, you're like, just happened to me but recently. Wait, you're like, you're da da da. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Is yeah, that speak, is that a type of, on, is that, is that a type of OCD? No, it's an obsession. To be that detailed. It's yeah, just a, it's the details, man. I mean, is it an OCD? It's uh, some type of. I don't know. Listen, could it be OCD? Could it be? I just want the, it's hard for me to go to other people's restaurants too because when I sit there and I see things wrong, I want to fix them, but I know I don't want to disrespect somebody <laughs> right, right. and say. Hey man, you got some exposed rope light hanging over here and you could have done this and done this. I hate that, but it's tough for me sometimes to go to other people's places. Cause I care. I want them to have a great thing as well. I want them to be successful, but I don't want to be that guy. Right. How is it working with Pharrell? It's being partners with the Dalai Lama, man. I keep saying this over and over again. It's, he thinks differently than me. And I know his company's called, you know, think and all. It's just, he sees things through a different perspective. And when I mean that, you know, he, we go, we fly, I fly with him to Virginia Beach and he shows me his assisted living place that he grew up at. And of course it's called Atlantis where we're opening a resort. So the full 360 of that is crazy. Uh, he's so obsessed with Atlantis that he named his producing crew the Neptunes. And I asked him, he showed me his assisted living area. I go, but how was it growing up here? He's like, it was the greatest thing ever. The music, the interaction with people. You don't always have to be monetary rich. You can find a lot of wealth and richness, obviously, and just experience this, guys. And I think that's one thing that he's brought to me more than anybody. And you're going to win by doing good. People think you win by doing bad. I got to get bad press on this celebrity by putting this, pre this press in. Oh, I'm going to get great press. Yeah. Well, you burned yourself not only with that celebrity, but with his publicist, manager, agent, everybody. They're never going to send you anybody else. It's okay to take a to not get some press on somebody once in a while. It's okay. It's a long ball game. Long ball. My team, we talk about this all the time. It's long ball. I'll take a loss on something if it keeps the relationship going. Because you never know. Your favorite artist right now, you know, your your home or homes. <laughs> yeah, I hit you up when I was going to Turks. <laughs> yeah, I hit him up when I was going to Turks. Misha and I, we you know, after we shot uh we did the little Wayne deal. We did the Lil Wayne show. I was like, gotta go, reset for about five, six days. We was going, we've been going hard all year. And so I hit Grut last minute. I was like, yo, can I stay at your house in Turks? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's booked for the rest of the year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, your homes, you got art all over the place. Yeah. You know, in your restaurants. Uh, you have a favorite artist right now? I have a lot of favorite artists, but Nicholas Party, Oats Jamius. But my favorite, as you know, is a guy named JR. And everything JR does is to make awareness and and let people tell their story through his art. And uh, Brandon got to meet him with me as well. And he just went to Ukraine, rolls out a hole, and he, you know, he, he, he papers and glues eyeballs and significant stuff for people to see. And then he takes a photo of it and it becomes art. He's not a photographer, he's an artist. And he just did a, he just went to the Ukraine in the middle of the war just now and rolled out, it's the craziest thing you've ever seen. He's the, I love surrounding myself by people that inspire me. And people like JR inspire me to another level. Has he called you? Like, what? Oh, yeah, we, we were FaceTiming from Ukraine. Right now in the war zone. He was in the war. I mean, he's out now, but on his way back to the border to Poland, yeah, he, he would FaceTime me. It's crazy. Wow. Unbelievable. This guy goes, it's, the, reporters are dying. Every day, reporters are dying. It's, there's no respect for any, this is, this is their rules of engagement. There's none of that. People are just getting killed. And he went in there. Love it. Yeah, I wanted to, you know, hit that because that's an important um, conversation right now. Pushing this conversation forward. You're friends with Kim K? I've seen Kim K this Saturday. <laughs> She's really? launching Skim Swim. Where? In Miami at the Design I Center. I just saw a billboard Can we get it driving invite? up here. Or that, is that why you asked me what we're doing Saturday? Yeah, because I was going to see if you guys want to go to the pop-up. Does Ocho get the invite this time? Because you didn't get the invite to Key Club. Well, he's, well he you knows Kim swim? K. You, you had swim? Kim K do something for your daughter's birthday. Yeah. How'd you get that done? Sorry, Grut. Yeah, I know. He I, might, who has the better relationship with listen, Kim K? Listen, I'm just a... Yeah. How, how do you know Kim K? I know Kim and Chloe and Rob. I know Rob 
from whipping his ass in FIFA. So I've had a, a friendship with him for, for a long time. Okay, cool. How's Rob doing? Rob's doing good. No, Rob's doing he good. still can't beat me in FIFA, though. Does he get mad because he's... No, he doesn't get mad. He just can't beat me in FIFA. So, like, then how did you get to the family, like Kim and Chloe? I think it started through, through Rob years ago. Okay. FIFA. Gaming. Right. Yeah. So you met Kim through gaming and Rob. You met Kim through Paris Hilton. Yep. Okay. So are y'all, like, really close? Y'all really? Very close. She's, the, she's great. And she's been great to me my whole career. Like, my hotel opening, she comes in right away for one day and leaves the next. Like, she just wants the support. And she's someone I would ask advice on, to be honest with you. Because, listen, Kim and her family, they've seen it all. They've gone through it all. And I just like to hear her perspective on stuff, too. And she's an entrepreneur. The reason why I wanted to bring up Kim, and we can talk, there's so many things we can talk about with Kim. Sure. But I hear people saying this all the time, right? This is one of the things I want to talk to you about, you know, Oh, she's the hardest working person out there. Like, what does that mean? Like, you're hard working. So, so you know what that means is, like, you see this girl in Glam Squad, which is three to five hours, at seven o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, and then she'll do it a second time in the afternoon before dinner. Just that alone, the pain, and I know everyone goes, oh, it's such a tough life for her to be makeup. It's such a part of it. And then she's, she's a mom, she's a producer, she's an attorney now. She's constant, guys. She's keep, she's, it doesn't stop for her. And what seems so easy and natural to someone like her or me or you guys, you go through your day, you don't even think twice. It's just what you do because you excel at what you do. And people always like, how do you do that? And it's always like, I don't know. That's why teaching a class to break down what's so easy for you to do, to be able to teach that is so difficult, so challenging. With the class that you teach, what do you hope that the kids take away from it? Or individuals, so, I want to say kids. If nothing else, I hope they take away to be entrepreneurs. I think this next generation is the generation of hustlers. These kids will not be working at the same job for 50 years and getting the gold watch for retirement. These kids want to hustle. These guys want to be entrepreneurs, and they have platforms to do it on. And I think that kind of inspiration to me has been incredible. I meet with a lot of founders, these, these kids, 22, 23, 24, and they're going to change the world. And I think it's so cool. But not just them. That's the cream of the crop. Poppy's nephew's 18 years old. He's, he's, you know, he's doing sneakers. He's doing, you know, Eli. These kids are out there. They're, they're hustling. Right. And see, I love that it's not drugs. I love that it's, it's assets. Right. right. I love that. Luke at Swan, you know, that was the other thing. That story, like, Kim K comes to Swan and... He makes her, you know, she just flew in town just to help open up or the just the, the support with the launch of Good Time Hotel. Yeah. And he gives her a bill and doesn't send her a, <coughs> a, dessert. a free dessert. So, like, yeah, you called him out. But what did you really say to Luke? Just got to be smarter than that. Hey, listen, it wasn't a great conversation. <laughs> let's be honest. Okay, like at a restaurant. She just flew all the way in town. He's, like, he's talking much, about my manager at Swan. Yeah, I'm about to say, who is That's who? probably like 500000 By the way, Luke has loved this story because Luke has become so famous from this story. You have no idea. People <laughs> go to Luke and go, are you Luke? He's like, yeah, I'm the Kim Kardashian check giver. <laughs> like, he knows what the people are going to ask him. Uh, and now he just opened up Key Club. He just moved from Swan to Key Club. And he talks about, and I love it. And, he's, and I remember him saying to me, does this mean you're going to fire me? And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to fire you, but you're going to think, of, you're going to stew on it for a little <laughs> bit and you're going to feel some pain. But from that, he's now over-communicative. Hey, Dave, so-and-so's here. Do you mind? Can we, da, da. Listen, he was doing the right thing in his mind, so it's hard to say, hey. But, but see, in my space, you have to think differently. But do you see the confusion with the policy? You see what the difference between Tom oh, Brady and Wait, wait, Ocho, did we send you a dessert? Uh, listen, listen, I'm not we, trying to be on his you, level. You dropped Tom Brady's name. We talking about Tim K. You're not on the level. I'm not, I know I'm not on the level. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is as, as an owner operator, if someone comes and patronizes me, then I'm going to treat them the same as if, if they were Tom Brady or whatever. It's not even about that. Yeah, he came with the wrong but energy. The, I, I, know, didn't you, know, I don't know. I, if this 100% is true. you listen, did. I'm no. sure you and your policies are like this, but I definitely think you're going to treat Tom Brady differently than you treat the soccer mom that walks in here. Look, he's smiling. I agree. <laughs> 
But so, I'm glad you have those policies in your head. Because those I'm are just great. saying, Luke. Luke was in a terrible position. Luke, like, what? That's that's his job. Luke wasn't a terrible. Luke was told ahead of time. To take Did he care. know that it was Kim K? Because a lot of lookalikes. Obviously, now. it's a lot of lookalikes. <laughs> there is a lot there's of lookalikes. Lookalike. Wow, flammers there's a there. lot of the Taz Angels. I miss those Taz Angels. Oh, I, where did they, where <laughs> they go? Where did they go? They in hiding. I miss did, you, Taz you Angels. Don't know about that. Come back. No. Where did they go? They had a bunch of Kim K lookalikes going on there. Oh, it was, I we can't. We, that's we, a whole nother show. Yeah, we, I don't even <laughs> want to go into what it was. Question. Um, so I, I'm sure you've you've encountered just about every celebrity, every every person of status. Who was that one person where you got the call and they said, "Hey, such and such wants to come," whether it's Liv, Komodo, or Swan, to where you thought like it just didn't add up or fit. Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos. What? Bill Gates was there at a, like, we opened our Bill doors. Bill Gates, where he went to? So, so Bezos, by the way, Super Bowl, every time Bezos is in the club, it's like he's the celebrity. People are more Wait, 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 excited. Bezos went to live on Sunday. No, no, not on Sunday. He's oh, been to he live a few Sunday. times. But when he comes, first of all, got into a little trouble the first time he went. That's when he, they, he bought his table online. Comes, online. Bought it online. Makes sense. Makes sense. Security calls us. Hey, right? uh, we bought this table online. Uh, he's going to need uh, some, you know, he wants to, to hide a little bit. Whatever, not hide, but just doesn't want a lot of attention. No problem. Next thing I know, I leave. And I see on, on Purple social media, guy that works with me, Purple. I know Perp. Perp. He has Bezos in the DJ booth like this. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the complete opposite. Bezos like, yeah, I'm in the DJ booth. And I'm like, oh. We wanted to keep everything quiet. The other thing was, Bill Gates comes in at 11.30 at night. And you know, you know how live is. No yeah, one gets there before dead. 1 o'clock. Bill it's just Gates. the way it is. 11.30, and I see video of him dancing on the dance floor with all the bottle servers, going crazy, loving it, like having the, just the best innocent time ever. Was that after the divorce? No, before the divorce. <laughs> Calls of Bill the Gates. divorce. I love a good titan of industry that comes. Those are the best. And... You know, one of the greatest ones that never came to was Mark Cuban. I took him to the DJ booth with me, and we're sitting in the DJ booth, and it's one of those Catalina wine mixer nights where the place is just raging. And he goes, do you ever take a second and appreciate where you're at or what you're doing? And I'm like, nope, I don't ever do that. He goes, you have to take that time and really sometimes just look around and take that breath and appreciate what you're doing. And for Mark to take the time to say that to me meant a lot. To be Speaking honest, of Mark Cuban, I was there that night wow. after the championship. That was when a tough night When the Mavs beat the Heat for the championship, right. it was in Dallas. No, it was in Miami. It was, oh, it was in Miami. They all came to live. I'm gonna tell you what happened. So they came through the back door. All of a sudden. Trophy. So the, the club Trophy is dark. Club? Yeah, in yeah. The club. the club is dark. The back door opens, so all of a sudden there's light comes in the club. You see Mark come, Cuban come in with the trophy. They still had their suits on. They had their ties. They had them things flipped like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about equipment, everybody you could think of. Everybody. Bro, they came in. They took over the club. They got on stage. And to be, I call myself a Miamian, even though I'm originally from California, and be like, damn, like, I feel bad for the heat with this and jumping and then for Cuban to take the picture in the in the in the bathroom stall with the <laughs> that's a classic but the night before DJ Irie kind of really went at Cuban said hey we're gonna smoke a Cuban so you know we're here to let's, who wants to smoke a Cuban yeah Ooh. Mark in the club yeah so he made it a point to come back to that club with the trophy listen How they, much was I, they marched night? in about 30 deep I it's, think 350 they spent that night but you know it was but Maverick, Maverick was there, LeBron's, LeBron's guy, right? 350000 It's like that. Ain't no hometown you discounts. Experience? You go to live. So Could you imagine if I did that in Boston? Yeah. yeah. New yeah. York? Yeah, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Have you, ever met, have you ever met Daniel Day-Lewis? No. No? I would if, love to. If there was a celebrity, that, that's my, I don't want to say crush, but like if I see, I can go fucking nuts. So if there's anybody that you haven't met yet that you'd be like, oh my goodness, this is so-and-so, you'd lose it for, who would it be? Uh, I thought about, who was it the other day that I was like, you know what, I never, I've never met him. And it was like, who was it? I was like, I would love, oh, Kate Moss. I never met Kate Moss. Okay, mm. that's a good one. 
I was like, you know what? I've never met Kate. I've met every super, Mo you know, everybody. Right. Kate right. Moss I never met, and I never met Barack Obama. He's never been to my place. Okay, that's I've a good met one. Met a lot of the other, you know, they've all been. That's a good one. Um, I've been, I've been, I've been tweeting. Who? Jay Z. Uh, non. What do you mean? Fifty times. Yeah. I've been tweeting on social media for almost a decade for an opportunity to sit down with Daniel Day-Lewis just to converse. His art, his vision, it's crazy. the acting, un unbelievable. Unbelievable. Has he tweeted you back? He doesn't even have Twitter. Being so why you tweet? Oh, you tweeting for the Tweeting out in general. Put it for, out there. Yeah, yeah. Get, okay. Yeah. That might need That'd to be, be a one-on-one -on -one with y'all. That's difficult. Yeah, that's... That's somebody that's not, not reachable, not accessible. Disagree. You can Dale Day, that's a great one to say. Yeah, love so, Daniel Day Lewis. I never met Sidney Poitier, and I always wanted to meet him, and he, you know, he just passed away. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. But Shoot to Kill was one of my favorite movies growing up, and I love Shoot to Kill for some reason. Are, are, are we going to live or not? We going to live? Yeah. When are we? When, when are we going to live on Sunday? Situation. I mean, you want to look on your calendar? I, no, I, I'll, I'll come this Sunday. But I, I can't do two, ten. I, I'll do a walkthrough at nine, ten o'clock. Nah, that ain't gonna nine. work, man. There's no one there. That ain't gonna work. We don't hey, even turn the AC I'm on. Sleep, I'm asleep by 9 o'clock and I'm up at 5 a.m. Thanks for joining the show. Great. Ocho's going to come Sunday. I love that. 9 o'clock. Next Sunday. Do the walkthrough. Next Sunday. I'll be this back Sunday. in town. Bet. It's a wrap. Thanks, guys, for having me. Great. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah. Wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we write to get a deal. He on the team. He got to eat, you know. Spike, spike your skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You got to light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.